0: You are now listening to Escape Rally Comics Podcast Show, a podcast where we discuss all things nerdy, geeky, fandom, and so much more. We will cover everything from what is happening in the world of comics, shows, and fandom to the hard-hitting stories of the news today. Now, here's your hosts, Chad and Kevin. Hello and welcome to Escape Rally Comics. This is Chad, your host, with my co-host, Kevin. How are you doing today, Kevin?
1: I'm doing just fine. How about you, Chad?
0: Perfect. I am doing okay. I got my car worked on, and it's finally working. It's been sitting down for like uh, about six months. Got to think the STEMI check, so (laughs) got to get that car worked on. Besides that, I'm doing great, man. The title for today is going to be Black Widow Owns a Taser, and man, she is stunning. (laughs) So today we're going to be talking about what's going on in history. We're going to talk about the new movies coming out with Black Widow. And uh, we're going to talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier and the Kaiju news that can be coming out. So that's, that's going to be really interesting to talk about today. So today in March, history for comics was actually really interesting. Do you have anything to put forward with this category, Kevin?
1: Well, I always come to mind for Superman. I always love just the history of comic books. Just always thinking of that that era of, of uh, what is that, the number one of detective comics. With yeah. Superman picking the car up,
0: I I don't know. I just think that that I know it's crazy too because you take a look at the history. The reason why it's like that comic book is worth a lot of money, right? Because there's so few out there, and it's worth a, it's like over a million dollars, right? The reasoning well, behind it is it's because of history. It was the one. It was the first influential comic brought forward, like superhero comic books, right? Second of all, it survived World War uh, One and Two. With their paper mills and all that stuff. So, what they used to go do is actually the community was really involved in the war effort in World War I, right? So, they used to like have paper bins, they used to recycle a lot. And so, old comic books used to go on the, and be recycled. But there was a few that actually survived, and it was the Superman comic, number one. That first appeared Superman. So, but yeah, that's why it was worth a million dollars. Is one, there's a few out there. Two, it survived basically World War One, and two, with the whole bringing everything forward and recycling everything for the war effort. So it, it did. It lasted that long. So yeah. So if you're wondering why, how come Superman comics ever Why is it million dollars? That's why. But um we're in March. So the year is 1933. 1933 was a big year for comics. It was the year that that Eastern Color Printing Company created the promotional giveaway Funnies on Parade. That is now considered to be the first modern comic book. Also, Norman Marsh uh, took his unsold samples of his comic strip Detective Dan and had them printed as a tabloid magazine, 10-inch by 13-inch for a newsstand distribution. The year is 1966. The Marvel Age was well underway by the mid 1960s even though DC was still the top publisher they were feeling pressure as Marvel sales rose 1975 Gamora makes her first appearance in Strange Tales number 180 that happened this month in 1975 it is 1993 the death of Green Goblin Harry Osborn and Spectacular Spider-Man issue number 200. Though he comes back years later, but that happened this month in 1993. The year is 94. The Next year, Marvel had a lot of bad ideas in the early 1990s. Cover gimmicks, marketing flooding, accusations of non-comic businesses, and, for example, but everyone always mentioned those bad ideas. The comic books in the 90s were... Not so good. <laughs> Do you remember?
1: Yeah, I, I know they were doing a lot of experimental stuff back then with. Uh,
0: with sales and all that stuff. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. It, so.
0: And it was even funny, even back then, even Todd McFarlane, who now owns Image Comics, he actually put the idea. out: How about we we have the same comic book with, with different covers? And they laughed at that idea, but they gave it a shot. And now it's there's cover hunters like myself that goes after rare covers that it's worth a lot of money later on, but yeah, I mean, it's good they actually have it now where it's not like, because the, the ideas in the nineties were horrible, man, how they handled the whole combo, comic book business and all that stuff. So,
1: but well, yeah. that, that also led to the, the, you know, I always come to mind of X-Men number one, when it, it just, it was one of the biggest sales ever for a comic book. And that
0: was in the nineties. Yes, exactly. But that, that comic book that you're speaking of, because of market flooding comic book owners the comic book stores had that comic book so much of them that they could not get rid of them that's why you see them a lot comic con or anything like that you'll see like stacks of them people just trying to sell i remember even and you asked me how much it was worth and i looked at it it's like dude it's 10 bucks <laughs> so.
1: yeah they they had so many yeah so many reprints of that that oh, edition
0: yeah. we're gonna move on the new official that black widow is coming to Disney Plus. You have to pay yeah, a $30 I, I fee. Read
1: it, I, yeah, I read about that. Yeah, Disney's been doing that with, uh, they did that with Mulan, mm-hmm. uh, Raya. and yeah. now I, I speculated it was going to be Black Widow.
0: They're doing this with Black Widow. You have to pay an additional $30 fee, but it's coming on July 9th and it's also coming to theaters on that same day. So yeah, it's coming down on the same day. So how are you guys going to be watching this? Are you going to be watching this in theaters or in Disney Plus? Because I am telling you right now, I'm watching it on Disney Plus. So I'm not going to theaters. <laughs> I,
1: you know, I I'm, I was just considering because it, it was originally last week, I think, going to release to be released in May. It was on track still for May. Just before they announced it was coming for July now. Yes. Um. And I, you know, I thought I could wear a mask and be in the theater because I I haven't been in the theater since I think we watched Sonic like the Hedgehog, my oh, daughter yeah. and I.
0: That I was mean, the
1: last movie we watched in February of, of 2020.
0: So hey, I was like, if anything good came out of this COVID outbreak was because of Disney Plus putting out actual movies on like streaming movies, you just had to pay a little extra. But you know I was fine with that. Dude, I can watch a movie in my underwear. I'm fine. <laughs> i much rather do that <laughs> than go to a goddamn movie theater and be watching movies with a whole bunch of people. But yeah, I said, I'm going to be watching on Disney Plus. You're going to probably be going to theaters, right? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, if it's going to be coming July now, um, I
1: think I can could see myself going way more than I would have be
0: in May. But yeah, apparently it's about Natasha must confront her past being a spy and the broken relationships left in her wake long before she became an Avengers. This sounds like it's going to be like before the Avengers happen. And unless they bring her back, she's still dead in the MCU. What do you mean? I, I've never heard about this. <laughs> Spoiler. What do you mean? <laughs> but yeah, this is supposed to be like how everything in the past. Uh, directed by Kate Shortland and produced by Kevin Finch. The movie stars Scarlett Johansson reprising her role as Natasha Romanoff, of course. And Florence Pugh stars as Yelma Bilava. And then David Harbour as Alexei Shokov or uh, Red Guardian. And Rachel Weisz as uh, Melina Voskov. Voskov. <laughs> Let me try this again. Very, very Russian names. Yeah. Voskov. <laughs> I feel like I have to uh, drink some uh, vodka while pronouncing these, <laughs> these names. <laughs> and The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. How, did you see that one yet?
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, I was going to mention that to you off the podcast. But, yeah, I could I could talk about it now. Yes. I, I loved it. I loved the episode. My wife and I watched it. We watched it on Saturday, but it last last Saturday. And it was absolutely, uh, I think
0: it was a great tone. I think so, too. Actually, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It wasn't as, like, I was afraid it going to be the whole WandaVision thing. It's going to start really, really slow. And then I'm just like, oh, God, I go through this again. But it went straight to action for this one. So I was really impressed by it, where... Because you kind of see Falcon in the Avengers movies, kind of like, man, eh, he, he's there. You know, he's he doesn't really do much. He, yeah, he flies around and all that stuff, but it really showed in this episode why he is valuable to the team. And I loved it. Falcon going around the helicopters and all that stuff, just snatching this pilot. It was, I thought it was awesome. Action sequence was perfect. But it actually lands landed as the most watched series for its opening. Weekend on Disney Plus, right? So it beat the Mandalorian and a beat WandaVision the first day.
1: That's incredible. I, I would have imagined at least WandaVision would have held the crown. but
0: You would think, right? But yeah. No. Uh, this is, again, this is just the first day. Who knows ongoing? But on the first day it hit, it totally blows Mandalorian and the WandaVision totally out. I was more shocked about uh, Mandalorian because Mandalorian was, I thought everyone would watch the Mandalorian especially with Star Wars and all that stuff going. But um, I was actually kind of like, wow, Falcon actually beat, you know, the Mandalorian. So I was like, holy crap. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, that's interesting kind of, you know, to have them reveal that because exactly, I, I thought the same thing. Cause that was like their big seller. Like when Disney plus was not even out yet, they're like, that was their, their main splash images was Mandalorian. You know? Exactly. But uh, it's, a, it's a great show though. I, I, I'm excited to see the, relationship between uh bucky and sam
0: yeah it's actually really showed where how bucky's really going through some you know ptsd deals that it, like it showed like the old man he's hanging out with because i thought he was hanging out with the old man because okay he's you know bucky's over 100 years old you know he's just hanging out with this old man because he sees eye to eye no he killed his son so it's like oh, oh it's out of guilt yeah <laughs> Holy yeah crap. that
1: was that was deep
0: yeah yeah <laughs> So I, I, I'm i really excited for how Bucky's going to deal with this. I'm, I'm looking forward to see Bucky as a soldier dealing with his PTSD issues. I'm like, that's what my, it's hooking me right now. But yeah, uh, it still shows that he is going through therapy, so, which is funny. <laughs> and
1: uh, you know, one thing I liked about Sam's kind of angle is that he's from Louisiana. And I know that there was one version that sam or uh, falcon is from harlem uh, mm-hmm. and i guess this particular version i know there is i don't know what comic book it is of falcon but they've based it a, a little a little different i think it's exactly. a little nicer pace I, I don't want to spoil too much but the scene of them and his, his sister trying to deal with the uh, the bank and how it's a, you know clearly a race issue yes I was really glad they also kind of showed that because that's rather realistic, you know. I, you can totally see that being uh, exactly.
0: Thing and, and the thing yeah. is, like, it really caught too. It's like you can tell; it's, like, it really goes uh, through their salary when, you know, when there was like, so, "Oh, do you get do you get paid for that?" He's like, mm, "No," <laughs> you know. He just flat out said, "No." It's you know, there's a lot of goodwill and all that stuff, and this like goodwill for you getting this uh, getting our loan so we can buy this house or buy the boat. But uh, yeah, unfortunately. That doesn't work out for him. So I'm excited to see how how that's going to, you know, go process through the whole family dynamic. Because they really don't cover that on superheroes, like, really. Like, unless you go to the comic books. But in the movies and the shows, you really don't see the family dynamics. But this one, you really do. So it's it's really interesting to see how polar opposites really are going to be working with each other. One's completely a family guy. Another, Bucky, is like a complete loner. Because he's going through his issues, so it's going to be really interesting to see how they actually deal together.
1: Yeah, it. I. I'm glad that it it has been the most watched right now, oh, especially yeah. for its opening weekend. So
0: moving on to kaiju news. So, i th- I just got done watching the new Godzilla trailer. I'm excited for it, the Godzilla versus Kong trailer. So, have you seen it yet? I have not. I know I wa- there was a teaser, and I absolutely loved that one. That they released. So I thought they were just going to go, you know how everybody says, like, oh, Godzilla is going to, you know, beat the crap out of Kong. But now they're releasing new, uh, the new trailer that just came out. It basically showed like why Kong is a little bit bigger than, he, than he's supposed to be. So it's kind of interesting how this is. So the new trailer reveals a new weapon that Kong will wield against Godzilla. So wow. it's this axe, right, that was forged with Godzilla's dorsal fins. The trailer shows Kong's axe being able to block Godzilla's atomic breath. Kong found the axe by going to the Hollow Earth, found this massive axe going down to Hollow Earth. Now, I I used to watch Godzilla as a kid, right? But I'm, I I couldn't call myself really a fan, like a diehard fan of Godzilla. I do appreciate the, the movies that are coming out. I do like Godzilla and King Kong and that whole universe, but I can't really call myself a fan. When I, when I heard Hollow Earth, I was like, well, what is this? And I'm still saying, what is this? So it's really interesting how they're going to put this forward. But yeah, producer Alex Garcia confirmed that the movie will expand on the history of Hollow Earth while Monarch attempts to stem the Titans rampage by driving them back underground. So it's really cool, but one thing I was really interested in. My favorite Godzilla character would have to be Mech- Mechagodzilla, right? As a kid, because oh. it's a giant robot fighting. And you know, when I was a kid, I was really excited with this giant robot lizard thing fighting Godzilla. So, so
1: but, the trailer shows that off, huh? Yes, wow. it
0: does. Yes, uh, the final trailer revealed that Mechagodzilla will be part of the fight, and Marduk's rival organization, Ampex is constructing a weapon using the remains of King Ghidorah. So I don't know what that means.
1: Well, uh, yeah, that could be a really... You know, these movies have been a hit and a miss in these, you know, monster movies. But yeah, if this is any indication that they got some mecha Godzilla,
0: I mean, They're really expanding. You see when Godzilla goes to Hollow Earth, apparently that's where he's at when he dives down in this, you know, cavern. He gets these these hell bats. Uh, apparently they're like giant bats that are native and hollow earth. So it's, they got a whole thing going on. So I'm really interested in how, how this is going to go.
1: Okay. So hollow earth is, well, I assume is where, where Godzilla hangs out. This is kind of where my guess is. Cause when you're
0: a kid, you're like, where's he coming from? He's always coming out of the ocean, you know? Yeah. So I am trying to looking up what is hollow earth and I can't find any answers whatsoever. So any of you guys know what hollow earth is or what's it about? Let us know in the comments, because I have no clue. I can't find anything about Hollow Earth. So it's pretty interesting, because I'm still scratching my head, because i have been watching Godzilla when I was a kid, but I can't really call myself a Godzilla fan. And I never heard of Hollow Earth before, so it's kind of interesting how this is going to go. Yeah, that's that's kind of why I, I speculated
1: it, because maybe that's where Godzilla hangs out, inside Earth.
0: Well, with that, that is the, that's the time we have today. Uh, once again, this chapter of Skate Comics with my co-host Kevin. Yes, buddy, Chad. Uh, all righty. Well, you guys have a good morning when you drink that coffee or that nice tall cocktail beer during the night. Whenever, whatever time you're listening to this, uh, thank you so much. And this is our tenth episode today, so this is really uh, we actually hit our tenth episode mark. So yeah.
1: Well, yeah, yeah that, that's awesome, and I hope we can do a hundred oh yeah same here all right
0: once again peace bye-bye adios thank you for listening to er comics podcast show tell us how we did you can let us know on facebook twitter instagram tiktok and youtube just search for er comics